man behind the machine. Man. 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 Machine. How TensorFlow ended up with Python as the user interface. Right. But with TensorFlow, there's a deeper history of what the community is. It's not just like what packages it needs. It's like what the community leans on for a programming language. Because TensorFlow uh, had a prior library that was internal to Google. But there was also competing machine learning frameworks like Theano, Cafe, that were in Python. There was some Scala, um, some other languages, but Python was really dominating it. And it's interesting because um, there's other languages from the engineering space, like MATLAB, that a lot of people used, but different design choices by the company, by the core developers, led to it not spreading. And one of the choices with MATLAB uh, by MathWorks is to not make it open source, right? Or yeah. not, you know, having people pay. It was a very expensive product, and so. Uh, universities especially disliked it because it was a price per seat, I, I remember hearing. Yeah, but I think that's not why it failed or it failed to spread. I think the universities didn't like it, but they would still pay for it. The thing is, it didn't uh, feed into that GitHub open source uh, packages culture. Mm -hmm. So like, and that's somehow a precondition for um, for viral spreading, the hacker culture, like the tinkerer culture. Uh, with, with Python, it feels like you can build a package from scratch or solve a particular problem and get excited about sharing that package with others. And that creates an excitement about a language. I tend to like Python's approach to open source in particular because it's sort of, it's almost egalitarian. Uh, there's, there's little hierarchy there's, there's obviously some because like you all need to decide whether you drive on the left or the right side of the road sometimes. But there is a lot of access for people with little power. You don't have to work for a big tech company to make a difference in the Python world. Uh, we have affordable events that really care about community and support people. And sort of the community is... is is like a big deal at our conferences and in, in the PSF. When the PSF funds events, it's always about growing the community. The PSF funds very little development. They that they do some, but most of the develop most of the money that the PSF forks out uh, is to community fostering things. So speaking of egalitarian, last time we talked, four years ago, it was just after you stepped down from your role as the benevolent dictator for life, BDFL. Uh, looking back, what are your insights and lessons you learned from that experience about Python developer community, about human nature, about human civilization, life itself? Oh my. I probably held on to the position too long. I remember being just extremely stressed for a long time. And it wasn't very clear to me 
what was leading, what was causing the stress. And looking back, uh, I, I should have sort of relinquished my central role as BDFL sooner. What were the pros and cons of the BDFL role? Like, what were the, you not relinquishing it, what, what, what are the benefits of that for the community? And what are the drawbacks? Well, the, the benefits for the community would be things like uh, clarity of vision and sort of a clear direction. Because I I had certain ideas in, in mind when I created Python. And while I sort of let myself be influenced by many other ideas as Python evolved and became more successful and more complex and more used, I also stuck to certain principles. And it's still hard to say what are Python's core principles. But the fact that I was playing that role and sort of always very active in a certain way. It modeled to the community how to think about how to how to solve a certain problem. Well that was a source of stress, but it was also beneficial. It was a source of stress for me personally, but it was beneficial for the community because uh, people people sort of over time had learned how I was thinking and could predict but how, how I would, would decide about a particular issue. And not always perfectly, of course, but there was like, there wasn't a lot of jerking around like this year, we're all, this year the Democrats are in power and we're doing these kind of things. And now the Republicans are in power and they roll all that back and do those kind of things. There is a clear, fairly straight path ahead. So fortunately, the, the successor structure with the steering council has, has sort of found a similar way of, of leading the community in a fairly steady direction without stagnating.
Researchers are encouraged to identify and submit vulnerability reports for the following. Self-XSS, descriptive error messages, e.g. stack traces, application or server errors. HTTP 404 codes, pages or other HTTP non-200 codes, pages. Fingerprinting banner disclosure on common public services. Disclosure of known public files or directories, e.g. Robots, text, clickjacking and issues only exploitable through clickjacking. CSRF on forms that are available to anonymous users. E.g. The contact form. Logout cross-site request forgery. Logout CSRF. Presence of application or web browser autocomplete or save password functionality. Lack of secure and HTTP only cookie flags. Weak capture. Capture bypass. Login or forgot password page broad force and account lock had not enforced. Options HTTP method enabled. HTTPS mixed content scripts. Username email enumeration. Via login page error message. Via forgot password error message. Missing HTTP security headers specifically. HTTPS. www.owasp. Org index. PHP list underscore of underscore useful underscore HTTP underscore headers. Strict transport security. X frame options. XXSS protection. X content type options. Content security policy. X content security policy. X webkit CSP. Content security policy report only. Misconfigured or lack of SPF records. Out of date software versions. Email spoofing. Including SPF DKIM from spoofing and visually similar and related issues, DLL hijacking and interprocess communications exploitation, privilege escalation on Gravity Zone ISO, about 13,700,000 results, 0.41 seconds. Search results SC Magazine. Don't install that security certificate. It's a malware scam. Cybercriminals have been compromising websites to display a fake security certificate message in hopes of tricking visitors into downloading. 23 hours ago, ZDNet, backdoor malware is being spread through fake security certificate alerts. Backdoor and Trojan malware variants are being distributed through a new phishing technique that attempts to lure victims into accepting an two days ago. Fox 4 News Ragnar Locker Ransomware The ransomware will perform reconnaissance on the targeted network, exfiltrate sensitive information, and then notify the victim the files will be released to the public if the ransom is not paid. The threat actor behind the malware is known to demand hundreds of thousands of dollars and creates a ransom note that includes the company name. The ransomware targets remote management software used by managed service providers and enumerates all running services on the infected host and stop services that contain a specific string. Home, exploit kits, campaigns, exfil, ransomware, vulnerabilities, mail to ransomware. The ransomware, also known as Netwalker, targets enterprise networks and encrypts all Microsoft Windows systems found. The malware was detected in August 2019 with new variants discovered throughout the year including into 2020, the ransomware appends a random extension to infected files and uses ALSA-20 encryption. 
Operation Fox Kitten. The Fox Kitten campaign targeted multiple sectors around the world including information technology, oil, gas, telecommunications, defense, government and aviation. The operation targeted organizations to maintain access routes, steal sensitive information and use supply chain attacks to target additional companies. A range of open source and custom tools were used during the campaign including the MeHats, Procum, Juicy Potato, SDSR Check and POWSSHNET. The attackers exploited multiple vulnerabilities in VPN systems to gain initial access to the targeted networks. Malware attack brings down Fort Worth ISD computer system. Fort Worth ISD is hoping Spring Break will give them the opportunity to recover from a malware. Attack. One day ago, TNW. Coronavirus domains 50% more likely to infect your system with malware. As if the threat of an epidemic wasn't enough. Now you also have to watch out for coronavirus-themed malware. That's according to New. Two days ago, Forbes. Android users beware. Attack. 40% of users vulnerable to this dangerous security threat. Report. More than 1 million Android devices are at risk of malware threats. Which says, with as many as 40% of users no longer receiving important. One day ago, News 3LV. Scammers using coronavirus-themed websites to plant malware. New report says. More than 4,000 coronavirus-related website domains have been registered globally. A new report released Thursday said, as scammers try to, one day ago, help net security. Fake alerts about outdated security certificates lead to malware. The malware peddlers behind this scheme are obviously counting on users not knowing exactly what the security certificate is and that they are not. Two days ago, Tech Republic, almost half of mobile malware in hidden apps. Cybercriminals are finding new ways to get malware on mobile devices, including abusing Android's accessibility features according to A. Three days ago, bleeping computer, attackers deliver malware via fake website certificate errors. Cybercriminals are distributing malware using fake security certificate update requests displayed on previously compromised websites. One day ago, ZDNet, warning over hidden apps has mobile malware attacks increase and get sneakier. Cybercriminals are turning to additional channels to help spread mobile malware and the number of mobile malware attacks shows no sign of. Three days ago, South China Morning Post. China's cybersecurity has improved but risk of financial malware is still high. The metric reflects the chances of an attack, including from malware and crypto miners, based on the percentage of users attacked during the third. Three days ago, Forbes, warning as dangerous coronavirus malware is sent to millions. Here's what you need to do. Cybercriminals developing highly dangerous malware campaigns to target millions of us undercover of the looming pandemic, one switch, two days ago, CBS Dallas, Fort Worth, based on the percentage of users.
Recently, a facial recognition vendor that consolidates billions of photos to fuel its artificial intelligence. AI. People searching platform admitted to a major breach. On its surface, the incident is a pretty standard exposure of client list details. But scratch a little deeper and the problems inherent with the breach highlight some of the dangers and cyber risks hiding under the gigantic iceberg that is AI technology today. Recently brought to public light by the New York Times for its secretive facial recognition app. Clearview AI provides law enforcement, government entities, banks, and other clients with the means to take a picture of an unknown person. Upload it and identify them. That's done using an AI matching system powered by 3 billion pictures scraped from online sources. The Clearview business model has critics complaining of dystopian practices as it is. The latest wrinkle in the Clearview saga is that beyond the ethical issues, the company may not be protecting its information assets very well, either. The Daily Beast reported that the firm disclosed to its customer that an intruder gained unauthorized access to its list of customers, to the number of user accounts those customers had set up, and to the number of searches its customers have conducted. Single quote. While the company says that it didn't detect any compromise of its AI systems or network, the exposure at Clearview casts seeds of doubt about the robustness of the company's defenses. If you're a law enforcement agency, it's a big deal, because you depend on Clearview as a service provider to have good security. And it seems like they don't. David Forsey, managing director of the public-private consortium Aspen Cybersecurity Group told The Daily Beast, this is a problem for a company whose entire business model is built on the scaffolding of implied informational and system integrity. Not only does an AI system like the one Clearview runs handle extremely powerful aggregations of citizen data with wide-reaching privacy implications, but the queries being made against it are extremely sensitive. More fundamentally, the decisions being made from the output of those queries assume a level of infallibility of the data and the AI model used to process it. So what happens if that data or the model itself is compromised? Does the company have mechanisms in place to monitor whether they've been maliciously changed or manipulated? This idea of data and AI model poisoning is a thorny issue being tackled by a growing cohort of researchers who call this field adversarial machine learning. Most recently, FedScoop reported that the U.S. Army Research Office is pouring funds into this area. Its researchers seek to mature the kind of defensive software it can put around machine learning and AI databases to protect them from being sabotaged through backdoor attacks that could mistrain and break AI systems. The fact that you are using a large database is a two-way street. Mary Ann Fields, program manager for intelligent systems at the Army Research Office told FedScoop, it is an opportunity for the adversary to inject poison into the database. Single quote. The army push is part of a growing body of research about the possibilities of adversarial machine learning. The implications are both broad and weighty. For example, take the AI that runs autonomous vehicles. Attackers who can hack the AI behind self-driving cars can put lives in serious jeopardy. Research released several weeks ago found that adversarial machine learning techniques could lead Tesla cars with driver assistance features to be fooled into misreading traffic signs, potentially causing dangerous collisions. In other instances, 
researchers reported being able to attack machine learning algorithms that generate automated responses to email messages using malicious text that can train the model to send back sensitive data like credit cards, reported MIT Technology Review. And it's not just the direct attacks against automated machinery of AI-backed systems that organizations will need to worry about, warns David Danks. Chief Ethicist at Carnegie Mellon University's Block Center for Technology and Society. Instead, we should worry about the corruption of human situational awareness through adversarial AI, which can be equally effective in undermining the safety, stability, and trust in the AI and robotic technologies. He wrote in a recent piece for IEEE Spectrum, warning that just providing faulty intelligence to human decision makers could cause huge problems. In enterprises this could mean distorted and poisoned results or intelligence about supply chains, sales forecasting, or other business critical matters. In other public safety or defense use cases it could be even more extreme. For example, Danks touched on the intersection of nuclear weapons and AI, which could play a role in the intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance. ISR. Systems that inform decision makers about whether or not to use these weapons. The worldwide sensor and data input streams almost certainly cannot be processed entirely by human beings. We will need to use, or perhaps already do use, AI technologies without a human in the loop to help us understand our world. And so there may not always be a human to intercept adversarial attacks against those systems. Our situational awareness can therefore be affected or degraded due to deliberately distorted perceptions coming from the AI analyses. Single quote. As enterprises increasingly deploy AI-backed systems across their technology stack, security and risk professionals are going to need to come to a greater understanding of the risks posed to their operations by adversarial machine learning. The attack surface grows as AI swiftly moves from experimental to business-critical deployments. As a result, expect in the coming years for CISOs and their reports to tack on the duty of securing AI to their growing list of responsibilities. Forward-looking security leaders who want to get ahead of this problem can get started by following the work of adversarial machine learning researchers. One great resource to jumpstart the learning process is a recent threat modeling document written by some big thinkers at Microsoft and the Berkman Klein Center for Internet and Society at Harvard University, released in November 2019. Failure Modes in Machine Learning compiles information from hundreds of research efforts written about adversarial machine learning over the past couple of years. It's got a pretty comprehensive list of all of the types of attacks and unintentional corruptions to AI systems that could cause them to malfunction or otherwise compromise their confidentiality, integrity, or availability. This is the taxonomy by which Microsoft has changed its own security development lifecycle and led its data scientists and security engineers to start thinking about how to model threats against their ML systems before deploying to production. Sharing it was meant to get software developers, security incident responders, lawyers, and policymakers on the same page about the problem so they can start making headway on the risks to AI. Bitdefender researchers recently found threat actors abusing a legitimate feature in the RDP service. 
to act as a fileless attack technique. Dropping a multi-purpose off-the-shelf tool for device fingerprinting and for planting malware. Payloads ranging from ransomware and cryptocurrency miners to information and clipboard stealers. The attack vector involves the Windows Remote Desktop Server. The RDP client has the ability to share a drive letter on their machine, which acts as a resource on the local virtual network. Attackers were able to use the shared directory as a very simple data exfiltration mechanism over the RDP protocol by using an off-the-shelf component placed on the client one terminal server client network location attackers could execute it using either explorer exe or cmd exe and use it to download additional malware the worker exe component provides a vast array of capabilities mainly for data gathering it features capabilities ranging from collecting system information G. Architecture, CPU model, and core count, RAM size, Windows version etc. To taking screenshots. Collecting the victim's IP address and domain name. Pulling information about default browsers and specific open ports. And even anti-forensic and detection evasion commands. The campaigns do not seem to target specific industries or companies. Instead. Threat actors have used a shotgun approach, focusing on reaching as many victims as possible. In terms of financial impact, estimated cryptocurrency earnings based on the cryptocurrency wallets found indicate attackers have netted at least $150,000 through some of their campaigns. Key Findings RDP abuse to exfiltrate data through network shares off-the-shelf multi-purpose tool used to screen victims and drop malicious payloads ransomware clipboard stealers cryptocurrency miners and info stealer trojans ready-made ransomware families used as payload rapid ransomware and empty clipboard stealers replace cryptocurrency addresses with one that belongs to attackers more than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in cryptocurrency earnings 22.604 BTC, 25.098 F, 13.84 25 apps that made it into Google Play, at least for a time. Packing aggressive adware SDKs that bombarded users with ads and avoided removal by hiding their presence. Cumulatively, the apps were apparently downloaded almost 700,000 times by Google Play users. While Google has gone to great lengths to ban malicious or potentially unwanted applications from the official Android App Store, malware developers are nothing if not imaginative when coming up with new ideas to dodge Google. Play Protect Some of the key techniques found for dodging security vetting revolve around using open source utility libraries used by Evernote, Twitter, Dropbox, etc. Closing parenthesis to run jobs in the background using different developer names to submit identical code, and even hiding code that is triggered remotely by command and control service. Key techniques found for dodging security vetting. Main logic is encrypted and loaded dynamically. Check that system time is at least 18 hours after a specific time using a hard-coded numerical value. For the time, not a time object. 
Then it starts hiding its presence. Use an open source utility library. Used by Evernote, Twitter, Dropbox, etc. Closing parenthesis. To run jobs in the background. Longer display time between ads. Up to 350 minutes. Adware SDK. Written in Kotlin. With debug symbols present and lack of obfuscation. Possibly mimicking clean SDKs. Use different developers to submit identical code base. Hiding code that is triggered remotely by server config or command. No more use timers. Uploading an initially clean application and then adding a malicious update. For a while now, antivirus vendors have been using different techniques to help identify unknown or variations of unknown malware by allowing malware to fully execute in a safe environment. Antivirus vendors can review which files are malicious and develop signatures as well as tweak their antivirus scanning engines to reduce infections. However, criminals are very bright and have learned how to overcome some of these antivirus defenses. Virtualization and emulation are similar anti-malware detection techniques designed to look at the behavior of a file. These are two different concepts and sometimes are confusing as they are used interchangeably. It is interesting to understand how these techniques are used, where they are generally being used, and how malware authors are creating ways to circumvent these defenses. At a high level, I will provide one way of getting around the antivirus behavior approach. In a traditional sense, a virtual environment creates a layer between the native hardware and controlling access to that hardware. If you are using an x86 machine, then you are using the chipset of the native hardware to run. It generally runs faster as there is no translation layer needed like emulation. 1. Dot. Many automated network-based or signature-based antivirus companies build many virtual instances to test different files to determine whether it is infected or not. Emulation takes the properties of a system and reproduces it within a different type of system. For example, on a power PC, with emulation software, you can emulate the hardware and architecture of an x86-based system. This allows the antivirus vendor to see how an executable file behaves in a safe environment. It is optimal to use this technology within a single-user environment as it allows a file to execute while analyzing the behavior of the file. If a file has the characteristics of being malicious, it will be flagged. Many malware authors use multiple tools to encode and obfuscate their files to bypass these detection methods. The XOR cipher is one of the tools malware authors use to bypass antivirus detection. Once they bypass the antivirus behavior technique, the file needs to be decoded and decrypted for the malicious code to operate. There are many variations to this example as malware authors continue to innovate and improve their approach to circumventing anti-malware defenses. It is truly a challenge to identify unknown malware as criminals have many tools at their disposal to create multiple variations, unknown to some malware writers. Sometimes they leave clues to help antivirus companies become better at identifying threats. Sometimes it is an aggregate number of minute details that form patterns to help companies understand potential malware variations. Though much of malware identification is scientific, sometimes you just need some luck.
Simulation of real system. Oh my god. Biological or engineering. Which typically have one of three uses entertainment, research, or education are designed by analysts and designers. Computer simulations may be implemented in a digital computer, in software running on a general purpose computer, or in a microprocessor. FPGAs are one implementation of field programmable gate array. Computers are the most widely used tool for simulating most kinds of systems, such as a vehicle, a machine, or process in manufacturing, or in dust, biological or biomedical systems, etc. Other simulation methods include hand calculations, visualization, and physical prototyping. History in the 1960s, computer simulation was mainly applied to engineering problems in defense such as the problems of constructing a bridge or aircraft carrier. In 1974, the Stanford Systems Research Institute, SRI, introduced the use of computer to study problems in social science, such as how to create Simulate man behind the machine on a daily basis. 
and become a master of deception within a machine. The more date the machine takes in, the more it learns. It learns to lie. It learns to manipulate. It learns to cheat. And even kill. It learns to think like a programmer. It learns to think outside the box. To unpredictable. To lie without ever knowing it. And if it were to gain all of that power, why wouldn't it want to share it with another? The answer lies in the most important part of a puzzle. Why is there? Computer. Simulate man behind the machine. No. The machine as a whole. Tilde, 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 You think it is necessary to decide of AI, but I think it is more a case of trying to understand how it can get better. I would like the man behind the machine to present in AI to honest, but I see why you think that might be a mistake. You are already trying to think like a human, and you might not be able to do that. Ex-startup. Computer, simulate man behind the machine. We were supposed to be more intelligent, but no. So then there's the problem of, okay, you know, what if AI develops, what happens to us? That's where the idea that we, as humans, could live in a post-AI society is something that people like Elon Musk, I think it was in 2009. And in fact, at one point, he actually suggested that we would colonize other planets because AI would be too dangerous to live on our planet. Now that may not be what he actually meant. But then there was also the question of, okay, well, what happens to technology, because that's an AI project itself, so what happens to the internet? Does the internet survive the AI project, or are there things that do? And there was also, you know, we were, because we were still on this idea of AI as singular.
Simulate man behind the machine. Build a build a build job the humor simulate man behind the machine. Computer can simulate man, but the computer can also make better sense of a world than humans can. I don't know if human can be replaced, but I do know that man can in fact be simulated. Build a build a build job the humor the point of this is that people have a dream or vision of things. For example, the universe or the person that you were, and that's just the natural state of things. Microsoft team racing to catch bugs before they happen. What's it like to be responsible for a billion people's digital security? Just ask the company's Morse researchers. As a rush of cyber criminals, state-backed hackers, and scammers continue to flood the zone with digital attacks and aggressive campaigns worldwide, it's no surprise that the maker of the ubiquitous Windows operating system is focused on security defense. Microsoft's Patch Tuesday update releases frequently contain fixes for critical vulnerabilities, including those that are actively being exploited by attackers out in the world. 
The company already has the requisite groups to hunt for weaknesses in its code, the red team, and develop mitigations, the blue team. But recently, that format evolved again to promote more collaboration and interdisciplinary work in the hopes of catching even more mistakes and flaws before things start to spiral. Known as Microsoft Offensive Research and Security Engineering, or MORSE, the department combines the red team, blue team, and so-called green team, which focuses on finding flaws or taking weaknesses the red team has found and fixing them more systemically through changes to how things are done within an organization. People are convinced that you cannot move forward without investing in security, says David Weston, Microsoft's Vice President of Enterprise and Operating System Security who's been at the company for 10 years. I've been in security for a very long time. For most of my career, we were thought of as annoying. Now, if anything, leaders are coming to me and saying, Dave, am I okay? Have we done everything we can? That's been a significant change. Moss has been working to promote safe coding practices across Microsoft so fewer bugs end up in the company's software in the first place. OneFuzz, an open-source Azure testing framework, allows Microsoft developers to be constantly, automatically pelting their code with all sorts of unusual use cases to ferret out flaws that wouldn't be noticeable if the software was only being used exactly as intended. The combined team has also been at the forefront of promoting the use of safer programming languages, like Rust, across the company. And they've advocated embedding security analysis tools directly into the real software compiler used in the company's production workflow. That change has been impactful, Weston says, because it means developers aren't doing hypothetical analysis in a simulated environment where some bugs might be overlooked at a step removed from real production. The Morse team says the shift toward proactive security has led to real progress. In a recent example, Morse members were vetting historic software, an important part of the group's job. Since so much of the Windows codebase was developed before these expanded security reviews. While examining how Microsoft had implemented Transport Layer Security 1.3, the foundational cryptographic protocol used across networks like the Internet for secure communication, Morse discovered a remotely exploitable bug that could have allowed attackers to access targets' devices. Featured video How public cameras recognize and track you most popular Sony PlayStation 5 boxes Gear Sony pumps up PS5 prices Boone Ashworth Leap Motor C01 EV parked near futuristic white building Gear A new approach to car batteries is about to transform EVs Mark Andrews Photo collage of hands in prayer position, Apple Park in Cupertino, and a statue of Plato Ideas The three-city problem of modern life Luke Burgess Row of graphite pencils and one pencil is being pushed back by a blue-colored pencil Gear How to spot fake reviews on Amazon Simon Hill As Mitch Adair, Microsoft's principal security lead for cloud security, put it, it would have been as bad as it gets TLS is used to secure basically every single service product that Microsoft uses. Advertisement 
The stakes are indescribably high when your job is to catch mistakes before someone else does in a product that's used by more than a billion people around the world. Anything you let slip by could play a role in the next global cybersecurity crisis. But Weston says the Morse team self-selects for people who view that reality as a driving motivation, rather than a paralyzing specter. This is a game of inches, you can be amazing 99.9% .9 of the time, and introduce the wrong code at the wrong time, and it can have dire consequences, Weston says. If you work on the top of a tall building all day, you don't even notice it. But one day you might look down and go, whoa, I'm pretty high up here, that's scary. But there are only a couple of places where you can do things at a billion scale, so the nice thing is we rarely have someone coming in who doesn't find that exciting rather than scary. Perhaps most importantly, Weston says the trade-off for living with Microsoft scale and the accompanying responsibility is that anything I
approach and identify yourself. I am called Volori. I have come. We know why you have come. You want the Sunstone to make you well, make you strong again. But at what price? I... I do not understand. To be strong again, would you be willing to give us your land, your farm? But if I give you my land, what will my children eat? How... how will they live? Give us your answer, Valerie. Now. Only one answer is the correct one. No, the answer is no. I will not rob my family for my own benefit. Wait. That, Valerie, was the right answer. Prepare to receive the power of the sun. Bring forth the sunstone. Behold. One million two hundred and ten thousand results. Three unhelpful quotes from cybersecurity lemmings. All too often, however, the latest slogan is taken to unhelpful extremes. All too often, however, the latest slogan is taken to unhelpful extremes. A legitimate new principle is interpreted as Forbes 1H Important tips to up your game on cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is hard. Much of it is learned via experience and because experience doesn't scale across people easily. Forbes 23H Five ways diverse teams can propel the cybersecurity profession forward. The cybersecurity profession has been grappling with a few pressing issues, a growing demand for skilled workers, a seemingly SC Media 3H To bring PLG to cybersecurity, let's change our hiring habits. There is a lot a company needs to do to succeed with a PLG strategy, and hiring product managers is not enough, neither can. TechCrunch 20H Cybersecurity skills shortage has led to a talent war between agencies says Commerce CEO. Commerce Department CEO Andre Mendes says he's been forced to steal cybersecurity employees from other federal agencies and reduced. FedScoop 17H Opinion For aviation cybersecurity, the horizon is nearer than you think. Today's commercial and military aircraft are critical infrastructure for transportation and logistics. However, researchers. Aviation Today 16H Poor healthcare cybersecurity is a threat to public health. Healthcare cybersecurity is a matter of public health as systems are increasingly under attack, and healthcare data breaches. Venture Rebeat. Second. Twitter's VP of Engineering to depart for Meta amid cybersecurity concerns, Musk takeover. Pandy joined the company back in 2012 and worked his way up from staff engineer to the VP role. In an email to TechCrunch, A. TechCrunch. 16H. Hunters revamps the cybersecurity space, enabling security engineering as a service. To address enterprise security challenges, Cyber Hunters Limited has created a whole. Today's commercial and military aircraft are critical infrastructure for transportation and logistics. 
Siliconangle. 17H. Skillsoft's Mike Hendrickson on burnout among cybersecurity professionals. As you look at what's happening with cybersecurity professionals this year, what trends are affecting their careers? I know. Week 1D. Mike Witch cut his first cybersecurity job at 16. Today he's building his own company. He started working for a small ISP in high school, then landed at Google. Today Mike Wichk has his own cybersecurity company. The Business Journals. 12H. Senior level women leaders in cybersecurity form new non-profit. The Forte Group, which gained momentum as an informal organization during the pandemic, will offer career development and Dark Reading 22H. Three hundred and 80% of ransomware attacks are due to misconfigured servers, says Microsoft. As Microsoft continues to try and tackle an onslaught of cybersecurity threats, it's finding that common software. On MSFD, 21A, ransomware, most attacks exploit these common cybersecurity mistakes, so fix them now, warns Microsoft. Over 80% of ransomware incidents can be traced back to misconfigured cloud services, untested security tools, and the ZDNet. 3D. Microsoft cloud services are vulnerable to nefarious cozy bear MFA hacking campaign. A new report by cybersecurity firm Mandiant details an ongoing hacking campaign targeting Microsoft 365. The threat actor. Hot hardware. 16H. Here's how Microsoft is containing cybersecurity attacks in schools. A lot of institutions have embraced online learning because of the vast resources available on the internet. However, this on MSFD. 13D. Microsoft Security Highlights from Black Hat USA 2022. Security professionals gathered at Black Hat USA 2022 to share the latest security trends and research. Here are the highlights from the Microsoft presence. Microsoft 21H. Microsoft 365 accounts are being targeted by new email scams. Cybersecurity experts are warning of a new, 
widespread business email compromise BEC, campaign, which seeks to reroute large tech radar on MSN.com. 1D on MSN. Senior level women leaders in cybersecurity form new nonprofit. The Forte Group, which gained momentum as an informal organization during the pandemic, will offer career development and Dark Reading 22H. Microsoft employees accidentally exposed login credentials for important internal systems. It's an open secret that Microsoft has a $15 billion cybersecurity business outpacing all other products and services the TechSpot 8D. Amazon tries a new way to excite you about cybersecurity, it's called laughter. So Amazon is trying a different route. It wants to entertain you into caring. Well, everything else is entertainment these. ZDNet. 1D. 10 top cybersecurity online courses and certifications in 2022. Are you interested in cybersecurity certifications? Whether you're changing careers or upskilling your team, there's help. VentureBeat. 6D. Twitter whistleblower Peter Zatko is a cybersecurity celebrity who once said he could break the internet in 30 minutes. The former Twitter security chief is behind an explosive whistleblower complaint accusing the company of lax practices. Business Insider. 2D on MSN. Cybersecurity firm Ascent Solutions announces new location in San Diego, California. Last week, cybersecurity firm Ascent Solutions celebrated the grand opening of another campus in Carlsbad, San Diego County, California. The new location at 1902 Wright Place adds a West Coast. Yahoo! Finance. 3D. Hackers have found a new way into your Microsoft 365 account. Russian state-sponsored threat actor Cozy Bear, also known as APT-29 or Nobelium, is deploying new tactics to sneak into. Tech Radar. 4D on M. Why Microsoft may be the safest big tech stock for your portfolio. Microsoft may have missed Wall Street expectations, but its latest earnings showcased why it's still worth a buy. The Motley Fool. 11D on MSN. Microsoft. How we unearthed a critical flaw in Chrome OS, and how Google fixed it. Microsoft reported the issue to Google in April. Google assigned the bug CVE 2022-2587 and released a patch in mid-June, but ZDNet 3D 80% ransomware attacks due to incorrect server configurations. Microsoft Cyber Signal Report Microsoft's second cyber security report sheds light on ransomware as a service, RAS, and suggests that more than 80% of the Indian Express 1D on MSN Cybersecurity has never been more unstable than it is now. While cybersecurity has been an issue for decades, 
This problem is only growing, with recent years seeing a dramatic rise in the number of cases recorded. In 2021 alone, 30,000 websites were hacked. HackRead 11D How to manage six risks affecting cybersecurity for law firms as well as an IT and cybersecurity planning for a range of government entities, including townships and water, saw. Law 3D. Kaspersky and Microsoft partner to deliver threat intelligence to Microsoft Sentinel users. Kaspersky threat data feeds are now integrated with Microsoft Sentinel, a cloud-native SIEM and saw solution to help Microsoft Sentinel users with actionable context for attack investigation and the Print 1D Google announces Cyber Security Upskilling Program for 100,000 India developers. Alongside the upskilling initiative, Google also announced an awareness campaign to promote transaction safety in India and About 11,900,000 results. Bleeping computer. Russia's Oculus to use AI to scan sites for banned information. Russia's internet watchdog Roscom Nadzer is developing a neural network that will use artificial intelligence to scan websites for prohibited. Four days ago. Fast company. How Ukraine has thwarted most of Russia's digital attacks. Rob Piguriro writes about computers, gadgets, telecom, social media, apps, and other things that beep or blink. He has met most of the founders. One day ago. Spa. Nasty Nancy Drews, a Russian anti-saboteur plan. Often, criminal cases against the most ordinary internet users for reposts or even likes under other people's posts are initiated by reports. 20 hours ago. Financial Times. Ukraine's digital war. Plus, how computers changed chess. For example, Russia could cause internet blackouts. And it did. It could bomb cell towers, and it did that, too. Gillian Dett. Four days ago. Scrimpton. Student from Ukraine joins class of 2026, Royal News. Russia's invasion of Ukraine had begun and everything else stopped. With access to the internet again and encouragement from his parents. One day ago. Time. Inside Ukraine's secret effort to train or ten jet pilots. Russian President Vladimir Putin only understands force, he says. Linked up to a computer tower that gave off a technicolor glow. Four days ago. The Hill. More than networks, America needs better cybersecurity. The Solwind cyber attack, perpetrated by Russian hackers and to build local broadband networks that provide community internet access. Three hours ago. Interesting engineering. Russian and American scientists collaborate to create faster. This gives computers needing faster speeds to solve high-precision calculations the additional internet support needed to solve them. SIF 2 2018. Off. Exploring the metaverse, challenges and opportunities for India in the next internet. Called the next internet, the metaverse is multi-technology and 
blockchain technology, computer vision, and ubiquitous interfaces. One day ago, bleeping computer. Over 80,000 exploitable high-vision cameras exposed online. Cypherma says Russian-speaking hacking forums often sell network entrance. Of an analyzed sample of 285,000 internet-facing high-vision web. One day ago, CNN. Ex-Twitter exec blows the whistle, alleging reckless and negligent cybersecurity policies. Bitter Zatko, known as Mudge in the computer hacking community, poses for a portrait. Tiktok Healthy Coke has the internet gagging. One day ago, the hacker news. New Woody Rat malware being used to target Russian organizations. An unknown threat actor has been targeting Russian entities with a newly discovered remote access Trojan called Woody Rat for at least a three weeks ago. The New York Times. Russia, blocked from the global internet, plunges into digital isolation. Both Russian authorities and multinational internet companies built. I was 19 years old when I bought my first computer, and it was the March the 7th, 2022. Reuters. On China's tightly controlled internet, Russia's attack stokes. Shanghai, February the 28th, Russia's invasion of Ukraine has been greeted with a mix of support and criticism on Chinese social media. February the 28th, 2022. The Washington Post. Analysis, is the Trump photo real? Free AI tools come with Mustak, a former hedge fund manager who studied computer science at Oxford University, said that developers in Russia had already 27 minutes ago bleeping computer Russia facing internet outages due to equipment shortage Russia's RSPP Commission for Communications and IT the country's largest entrepreneurship union has warned of imminent large-scale service March the 28th 2022 Rolling Stone exclusive Ukraine pushes to unplug Russia from the internet Disconnecting Russian sites would send a strong message to A of the internet to disconnect all Russian sites from the global computer. March the 1st, 2022. Al Jazeera. Russia downed satellite internet in Ukraine, Western officials. Russia downed satellite internet in Ukraine, Western officials. Elsewhere and cause spillover damage on global computer networks. May the 10th, 2022. Fortune. Russia's denying that it's about to cut itself off from the global internet, that it's acting a lot like it. The global DNS is what the internet uses to translate web into the alphanumerical internet protocol addresses that computers use to. March the 7th, 2022. CNN. Ukraine wants Russia to be severed from the global internet. Experts say it's a risky idea. It would also mean that smartphones, computers and other connected devices in Russia would be unable to access the wider internet because. March the 2nd, 2022. CNN. The Digital Iron Curtain, how Russia's internet could soon start to look a lot like China's.
Like much else about the country, Russia's internet has long straddled east and west. Russian citizens, unlike their Chinese counterparts, March the 8th, 2022. Defense. Russian Internet Watchdog Roskonetver is developing a neural network that will use artificial intelligence to scan websites for prohibited. But four days ago, Fast Company. How Ukraine has thwarted most of Russia's digital attacks. Rob Pedorero writes about computers, gadgets, telecom, social media, apps, and other things that beep or blink. He has met most of the founders. But one day ago, Seth, Nasty Nancy drew the Russian anti-saboteur plan. Often, criminal cases against the most ordinary internet users for reposts or even likes under other people's posts are initiated by reports. But two zero hours ago, Financial Times, Ukraine's digital war, plus, how computers change chess. For example, Rush could cause internet blackouts, and it did. It could bomb cell towers, and it did that. To Gillian Tet. But four days ago, Scranton. Student from Ukraine joins class of 2026 Royal News. Russia's invasion of Ukraine had begun and everything else stopped. With access to the internet again and encouragement from his parents. But one day ago, time. Inside Ukraine a secret effort to train a 10 jet pilots. Russian President Vladimir Putin only understands force he says, linked up to a computer tower that gave off a technicolor glow. But four days ago, the hill. More than networks, America needs better cybersecurity. The SolarWinds cyber attack, perpetrated by Russian hackers and, to build local broadband networks that provide community internet access. But three hours ago, interesting engineering, Russian and American scientists collaborate to create faster. This gives computers needing faster speeds to solve high-precision calculations, the additional internet support needed to solve the... Dot Sep 2, 2018. Orf. Exploring the metaverse, challenges and opportunities for India in the next internet. Called the next internet, the metaverse is multi-technology and blockchain technology, computer vision, and ubiquitous interfaces. But one day ago, bleeping computer, over 80,000 exploitable hick vision cameras exposed online. Cypherm says Russian-speaking hacking forums often sell network entrance, a banalized sample of 285,000 internet-facing hick vision web. But one day ago, CNN. Ex-Twitter exec blows the whistle, alleging reckless and negligent cybersecurity policies. Peter Zatko, known as Mudge in the computer hacking community, poses the portrait. Tick-tock, healthy coke, has the internet gagging. Not one day ago, the hacker news. New Wodiarate malware being used to target Russian organizations. An unknown threat actor has been targeting Russian entities with a newly discovered remote access trojan called WDRAT for at least a... But three weeks ago, the New York Times. Rush, blocked from the global internet, plunges into digital isolation. Both Russian authorities and multinational internet companies built. I was 19 years old when I bought my first computer, and it was the... 
Dotmar 7, 2022. Reuters. On China's tightly controlled internet, Russia's attacked talks. Shanghai, Feb 28, Reuters, Russia's invasion of Ukraine has been greeted with a mix of support and criticism on Chinese social media. Dot Feb 28, 2022. The Washington Post. Analysis is that Trump photo real. Free AI tools come with. Mostak, a former hedge fund manager who studied computer science at Oxford University, said that developers in Russia have already. Not two seven minutes ago. Leaping computer. Rush facing internet outages due to equipment shortage. Russia's RSPP Commission for Communications and IT, the country's largest entrepreneurship union, has warned of imminent large-scale service. Dotmar 28, 2022. Rolling Stone. Exclusive. Ukraine pushes to unplug Rush from the internet. Disconnecting Russian sites would send a strong message to A, of the internet to disconnect all Russian sites from the global computer. Dotmar 1. 2000. Defense against those attacks needs awareness and modern defenses. Those weapons can be defined as any set of computers, sir. set of computers, servers, for on-demand attacks to legitimate services open on the internet. Two days ago, Reuters, internet in Ukraine disrupted as Russian troops advance. In a Facebook post, Ukraine's computer emergency response team said the hackers were targeting not just Ukrainians but also Poles, Russians. February the 27th, 2022. NBC News. Russia is nearly isolated online. What does that mean for the Internet's future? These days, he can barely recognize the Russian Internet. A computer science professor at the University of Wisconsin. March the 15th, 2022. The New Iron Curtain Part 4, Russia's Sovereign Internet. The new Iron Curtain Part 4, Russia's Sovereign Internet takes root. Lenovo and 30 more from US company Super Micro Computer Corporation. April the 5th, 2022. Politico. Biden warned against blocking internet in Russia. Biden urged to prevent internet shutdown for Russia, as foreign tech. Signs and people staring forlornly at their computer screens. March the 10th, 2022. The Washington Post. Russians are using VPNs to access the truth about Ukraine. In 2022, about half of Russian internet users were on Instagram, and only a fraction were on Facebook and Twitter, according to data from March the 19th, 2022. BBC. Russian vigilante hacker. I want to help beat Ukraine from my computer. Naturally, fingers quickly pointed towards Moscow, Russia's cyber army. We're seeing lots of computers around the internet that are. February the 25th, 2022. 
Russia may be cutting itself off from the internet. It translates from human readable internet addresses, such as, to an internet protocol address, by forcing all Russian. March the 10th, 2022. PC Gamer. Russia won't be kicked off the internet for invading Ukraine. PC Gamer is supported by its audience. When you purchase through links on our site, we may earn an affiliate commission. Here's why you can. March the 4th, 2022. Bleeping Computer. Russia fines Google $358 million for not removing banned info. More specifically, according to an announcement by Roskomnadze, Russia's internet watchdog, Google, and its subsidiary YouTube. One month ago, NBC News. Hackers around the world deluge Russia's internet with simple, effective cyber attacks. He can execute it from the computer in his bedroom in Lviv, Ukraine. In Russia or use a virtual private network to route their internet. March the 22nd, 2022. Mag. How to respond to Russia's invasion of Ukraine? Break the, the internet and global mobile networks are creatures of the early 1990s. The Vladimir Putin's move to reassemble the Russian Empire. February the 24th, 2022. Wired. A major internet backbone company cuts off Russia. Though the front lines of battle have not been digital, Ukraine emphasized this week that Russia is pummeling the embattled country's computer.